Sometimes I sit and ask myself, will I ever be able to just play one of my favorite songs in the background of an episode? And then I just, we're just, we're just gonna do a little. All right, so we're gonna pretend I didn't press play just so I don't get a copyright, but if the mood isn't set for you, I hope that's at the mood. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world. How are you feeling and how are you breathing? I'm so happy to be back here with you in our little safe space. Extra ice. What are you drinking this morning? I have not had my coffee yet recording this intro, although this intro has been recorded months later after I clearly recorded this episode, which was filmed in the beginning of quarantine. And inevitably, so much has evolved and changed. I just felt the timing was appropriate to wait to share this episode. And it's okay to take time and it's okay to shift and it's okay to there's a police in the background or an ambulance yeah this is me recording in my bedroom staring at my tattoo papers that i'm about to go get tattooed tonight which i've been so looking forward to and all to say i'm very excited for this episode and regardless that i recorded it in the beginning of quarantine i think it's still something so beautiful to me and that i know a lot of you were excited to listen to when i kind of teased it and most people guessed and today i have greg gonzalez with me founder of you to the people and Greg has been such an incredible support system towards me and my skincare journey over these past few years. And with that, I've been able to nurture our friendship, our relationship, and my connection with you to the people as a whole, with their beautiful team whose values align with mine. And I'm so grateful I've been able to flourish that relationship because, I mean, they've been such an integral part of my skincare journey since I started posting them in 2017. It's been so nice to get to know Greg over these last few years. And in today's episode, I really wanted to focus on him and his journey into getting to where he is today. If you want to check out more of the history of the brand, I wrote a profile story on Greg about two years ago, which is so surreal to me how fast time flies. And we talk really about the history of the brand and it's so emotional and beautiful. So if you wanna check that profile story out, I will link it in the podcast description or you can find it on my Instagram. But for today's episode, I really hope you can just get to know Greg, enjoy the episode, relax, and we'll chat in a bit. <laughs> Here's Greg. Hi Des, I'm good, how are you doing? I'm doing great, just relaxing today, taking it easy, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to sit here virtually with me. Creativity knows no distance. It sure doesn't. No, thanks for uh, you know thinking of me and taking the time as well, and excited to uh, hang out and talk. Yes, and I think the last time we got creative together was when I wrote our profile story, well, the profile story about you in 2018, which feels like yesterday. I kind of Throughout the year, I'm always thinking about that as sort of like weeks and months pass by and even thinking about this journey that we've been on with you through the people of, you know, over five years now, but it's just been so fast and you really have to stop and just, I think that's why we're always in that constant process of stopping and, and slowing down as much as we can because time is moving. And even, even right now with uh, the current environment and everybody being at home, I still find that time is moving quickly, which can be uh, a weird feeling. I know it's, it's almost like time is such a foreign concept. And it's just crazy when you look back and reference like two years, three years, like five years. It's also so beautiful to see, you know, you grow and how the company has grown. And, you know, I truly admire you and your team for 
taking the time throughout these years to build connections with us and your consumers. And I really salute you for that. So it's, it's a great thing to see at the same time. Oh yeah. I mean, the community is such a big part of what we do. And, you know, we really were one of those brands that grew independently from the people, you know, through social media, we were a family company. We, we didn't have a large marketing budget or any marketing budget. We just built the brand and, we knew how to make really good products and people started to share it and talk about it. It's so organic. And so I think when you grow from that side, you keep it so dear to your heart and those relationships mean so much. And at the same time, we've seen, you know, creators like yourself grow and get into new things and create more content and write things. And so it's like, we're all growing together and we get to collaborate and do different things. It's one of the most exciting parts of, of what we're doing. Hearing you say that is, is so beautiful and it makes us feel so connected to you and happy. And what you're saying is, I know I'm speaking not only on behalf of myself, but the rest of the people that work with you guys. And um, it's just, we feel really appreciated and we appreciate you too. So the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Great. So, I mean, today I just really wanted to dive deeper with you on your other passions, including your music career, while we also explore questions from one of my favorite games called We're Not Really Strangers, which is going to be really, really fun because, um, you know, we spoke about skincare in the last profile story and we definitely can do that today, but we want to get to know you deeper. So with that being said, I'll start off by asking one of the featured questions, which is what are you feeling a lot of lately? Well, lately, I think I'm feeling grateful overall. Just grateful to really just within the company. My mind goes there to first that we're able to keep doing what we're doing and um, that everybody's been safe on the team and that we've been able to keep everybody on working with us. Uh, grateful just for what I have and, you know, living in LA where I do and all of the things like that. Um, but I do have like a sprinkle of anxiousness too, because there's this unknown feeling of what's happening in the world right now and everything with COVID. So I, to be perfectly honest, it is, it is there. And that's why I'm really doing all the things that I can do around self-care and um, exercise to just like keep myself as balanced as possible. I mean, it's great that you, you and your team are taking care. I, we could all see that through, you know, your social posts and whatnot. And it's great that you guys are keeping hope, but it is inevitable that, you know, we're all going through this very differently and navigating it through so uniquely. And I think uniting together is what's going to get us through. So I'm happy that you're taking care with that. For sure. That's a great point. I mean, it's something that I talk about a lot is just remembering that people have different perspectives on the whole scenario and they're living in different areas and, you know, just really trying to keep an open mind to the way people are feeling. It makes a difference in, in your personal situation. And so keeping an open mind is, I think, is always the best approach. I know you said you're practicing a lot of self-care. And so you said working out, does self-care, what, what else does that encompass for you? Because, you know, that's also very different for everybody. Yeah, well, it's what's interesting is part of my like kind of flow is always like waking up and then going to the gym and working out in the morning. It was part of kind of like my day getting going. And now I don't have that, like kind of that same process of like going <laughs> somewhere and doing that and taking that time. So I thankfully live in like a kind of a, a cement loft. So I'm able to work out. So I've sort of just been turning and my place is just turning into a more and more of a gym every day. I'm just like <laughs> getting little things. It's hard to, it's hard to find things that are actually not sold out and everything, but I've just been adding little pieces of equipment where I can and just doing, uh, 
like online app workouts, but also I've been taking time at night to just stretch and just like relax. Jamie and I are meditating and together and doing that. So also just like some calm self-care too, because usually I'm like, I'll be active, like get your heart rate up, do all those things. And I think right now I'm taking more time to like do the slow moving, relaxing things that are good for the body as well. I love that. That's so great that you're, you know, adapting to your, I guess, new space and what is our new reality, quote unquote. But it's nice that you have your upbeat moments and then you have your <laughs> calming moments where, you know, my workout is literally going like from my bedroom to the kitchen. Like I mean, I'm not really <laughs> yeah. working out that much, but taking walks is nice. I think I'm trying to enjoy nature a little more. I don't, how, how is it there? Are you guys able to take a lot of walks? Outside? So like one of the things that's pretty strange is the area where I live is very industrial. It's a very cool kind of like up and coming area, like with the coffee shops and all of that. But when mm -hmm. everything is kind of closed and, um, all the stores are closed. It's very industrial and, and, and empty. Um, so we've been kind of making it a point to like go out of the city once a week on Saturdays and go hike, just go for a walk. And then I do do like a quick walk, try to do a quick walk every day. Cause I find my like self just, I'll just work all day. And even though I'm like trying to do my little exercise or whatever that is inside, it's not, necessarily the healthiest thing to never leave which i think a lot of us probably are in the you know it's like where do we go can't go too far so mm -hmm. yeah it's almost two months that we're in quarantine which is so that's unbelievable i actually saw that you posted uh i think not too long ago a picture of the headquarters like at night if i'm not mistaken yeah right? when you were yeah how, yeah how did that feel for you walking past that and well, you know, just seeing it. I mean, I get all kinds of different emotions from going back to the office. Um, I go and check on it. I'm there and, mm -hmm. um, you know, a few times a week. It's a few blocks from where I live. Um, but it's weird to not have anybody in there. To, you know, the energy of it um, is strange. The whole block is, you know, so quiet. And that's weird. And then at night, yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I'll just go and check on it. That was one of the nights I just was outside. Yeah, it's just it's just strange. You know, you just wonder when, when it'll we'll be able to get back to being there as a team and, and all of that. You know, seeing things from our, I don't want to say like past, it's so weird. I was talking to my friend and she was saying something about like, not our past life to look back on, but this is such a new world for us. And I think we just cherish everything that was before these two months and like, how will it be now moving forward? And, you know, you guys will forever have your sense of community, but it was just, even you posting that, I was just like, wow, it's just crazy to see how things change. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was sort of like a, a symbol of, of, uh, of that. Just, you know, move forward with that and ask you another question with the We're Not Really Strangers game is, what's something you've learned about yourself this week? I think just something I thought about a lot this week was just like how important routine is to me. Getting my morning going right is so important to me right now because otherwise I because we're not going outside or we're not doing the normal things or whatever that is. And I find myself like, if I just sort of like lazily go into it and start working and doing my thing, it can just make everything else so much more intense. I think just, I've been thinking a lot about routine and how important that is. And if you set these little routine steps in the morning and 
at night, it, it, it really makes a difference for me. But with that, I know you do music and I wonder how, you know, being a founder of a company and working in your music career, how do you balance it too? And, you know, if you want to kind of share your music vibe with everybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So music's a big part of my life. I started playing piano when I was really young, like around five, I started taking lessons and then got obsessed with guitar and grunge music in elementary school and middle school. And then eventually after high school, right after high school, my older cousin sort of introduced me to like, oh, you can make music on a computer, you can make beats and all of this. And that's where I really like, just like my mind exploded of like what was possible. And at the same time was playing baseball. So I don't know, not everyone knows this, but I played baseball in college and then I eventually played for the New York Mets and the minor leagues. And so I did that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I did that. I did that after college, but I was obsessed with music. And so I was like in spring training and traveling around in rookie ball and single A, but then like making music in our hotels and rooms at night. Eventually I got injured and I retired. And when I came back to the Bay Area, I started going to um, sound engineering college and also working for my family's professional skincare line because I'd always worked for that line in and out of school in the summers, like all the time. And um, as we were growing up, but then I started working for the company more. And, and so through that, I've always made music and I've been in different groups and done different things and used to people, we started to build that. And so it can be definitely hard to, to, to juggle both of them, um, but in the best way possible. I, I think what's amazing is being home a little bit is that being home more, I've been able to dive into certain pieces of equipment and different things that I've been wanting to do and working on a new project, which is exciting. So yeah, it's kind of been a journey, but it's, it's sort of like my practice that I love to do and I'll, I'll, I'll make music forever. It's so inspiring to see people pursue multiple passions. And I truly do believe there is room to explore that. And first of all, who knew the, the, baseball thing <laughs> yeah I mean, that's, that's right I don't think I ever told you that I don't think, yeah no. <laughs> it's like sometimes I just feel like you just really never know what other passions people have and unless you really you know sit down and ask questions and get to know them but I think it's great that you explore that and it's so nice that you you know pour an equal amount of love into you see the people into your music and you know what you said at the, when you'd finished your sentence about you want to make music forever I always say there's no better feeling to know that like a song exists forever. Right. It is. Do you yeah, ever, it is. It's do you time. ever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Music's timeless. It does, it will take you to a, a time in your, in your life too. Like whatever, it doesn't matter what the genre is, but it like, you'll think of something or remember something or it, it can really can like sort of time travel in a way of like what something you were thinking about or going through in your life uh, at the time. Do you ever have some sort of, let's say like a vivid memory of a song or something you created that really brought you to another world or made you feel like so alive with your music or maybe someone else's? I mean, I know I, you know what's question. funny is I have these like <laughs> memories, like when I was really on the younger side, like I don't even know how young, like maybe four or five, but my mom and both my mom and my dad were both really into music and also my grandfather, but my mom and dad were like showing me all of this like Italo disco and early eighties dance music. And I remember kind of like we would drive across the Bay bridge and I, for some reason being on the Bay bridge just brings back a memory of like listening to music with them. And then also the same with my grandfather, but he was obsessed with classical music and he would play that for me when we would drive around. So those are like super dear kind of little nuggets of memory. Um, and then other things of just like 
the first time I ever heard Nirvana, you know, when I was really young and was just like, what is this type of thing? So yeah, I think it's kind of sprinkled throughout different parts of my life, but those are some that come to mind. Uh, music is truly embedded in us forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said you felt that at a young age, but it, it, is there something you would tell your younger self now that you in your life right now? What would you tell your younger self? That's a good one. You know, I think like I've always said a lot of, I'm like a goal kind of person where I'm like always working at something, you know, and if I get that, then it's like, get to the next thing. We're going to get to the next thing. And it's something I've thought a lot about through the years um, as I've gotten a little older. But when I was younger, if I could just tell myself, just like, you know, if you love doing something, just enjoy the process. Like, that's really what it's about. You know, you're always like, sometimes we tie our process that we love to like a, a, a goal. And then it can like, can, can affect the work that we can do. I think it can affect the creativity. It can affect how free you are and what you're making. And you're thinking about the judgment that other people are going to put on you for whatever that is. So I think it's like, just enjoy the process and then like allow, it allows your more true work to come out. Don't you always feel like you kind of look back at like part of the process and you almost miss it because it was leading up to something? Yeah, totally, totally. I, I always think about that. I'm like, okay, like I'm so excited to do this. And then once it comes, it's you almost miss that thrill of the whole way how you got there. I've been feeling that a lot lately, especially with like our current climate and just, you know, how we've always looked forward to things. And now we just have to really take it in and enjoy the process. So I think that's like such a good learning <laughs> lesson today, I'm right? I'm still <laughs> learning it. So it's, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a constant work in progress, though, for sure. Is there something about yourself that you feel no longer serves you to this day or that just you can't connect to anymore, but really serves you no more? I mean, I would say it's another work in progress, but I think like, you know, trying to limit internal like fears and worrying about outside opinions. I think that's like a constant work in, in progress, but it definitely doesn't serve me or serve anybody. Um, but that's something that, that comes to mind. You know, just talking with you now, I just realized we're all, <laughs> yeah. we all just kind of strive and kind of try to work on the same things in our own unique ways. Yeah. Letting but... go. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a great, uh, part of that because there's always like two ways you can react to something right <laughs> and so just kind of like realizing that usually everything is you know pretty okay and and how can I can react a or b and and um yeah I think it just allows you to uh feel a little bit better about things no matter what the circumstances are absolutely and you know everyone's feelings are always valid and everyone you know deals with things differently and just coexisting together yeah. and creating a fun, safe space for that. So, um, you know, speaking of coexisting together, I wanted to actually touch a little on how you feel, you know, connecting with your consumers and people who admire your company, but really uh, your, you know, the content creators and the community. If, how do you feel connected to them and us, I would say, as a whole? I mean, I think one of the things that's been amazing as a company's grown is just how we're able to connect on in different channels and different ways and more consistently different parts of our team are connecting with more people out there. So it's not just me and I, I have my communication with people, but so do other members of our social team and our design team and our education team. So that just like gives so many more touch points of people building relationships and meaningful relationships about something that we're super passionate about. Um, which is skincare. 
Um, you know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the best things about skincare is it like, it is a passion, you know, like just like the music for me, skincare is a passion. Like I love it. I can never get out of it. I will never not be part of skincare either or beauty. It's like, it's in me. It's the same thing. And I feel like because of that connection, I can see that energy and like the passion of so many people, uh, of our consumers and community. So it's just like, a, that's something that we share together. And then on the other hand, we learn so much too. Like what are the questions, what are happening, uh, that are out there? Like, what are the questions about the product? What are things that we could do better? What are things that we're working on in the future? You know, feedback and is so important. It's so important to listen to what people are saying and learn so that we can you know, make things better. Or maybe we just need to have that conversation, explain something, and then everything makes sense. So many things, but I think just having more people and literally in our use of the people family, like that just spreads it, you know, it's like so much further, which I know that you personally, right, have, you talk to so many people from our team, which is so cool. Oh, I do. And, you know, I, the first memory I had of really connecting with someone from your team was a couple years ago, I think uh, Babs and I followed each other. I don't. I think I posted something, and we were just chatting over DM. And I don't know how we came, how it came to be, but we ended up getting on a phone call. And I just really wanted to know more about the company. And she took so much time to just be on the phone with me and explain everything. And it made me just fall in love with the company as a whole. But also, hold on a second. Is someone really taking the time <laughs> to actually? do this and it was so beautiful and i I think i've never experienced that with any you know brand and community like you guys and you know connecting with so many different people from your team even you know working with you and i really appreciate that it really means more than you think and you know many people have said just with the events you guys you know do in real life what we're doing and continue to just bringing people together trusting the people you work with and making it such a fun space is awesome. Yeah. And I speak for everybody oh, saying that. Awesome. That's just that. It's so true. That's it's awesome. so well, cool. I mean, it's so important to us and Joe and myself. And then I, the coolest thing is that we feel like everybody and our whole company like has that feeling and that same approach. So it's that collective energy. It always builds. <laughs> Remember even when we when we came to the dream event, right? It was yeah. in New York. Like that was so fun too, meeting everybody and meeting people in real life is the best feeling in the world, actually. Yeah, especially when you built like the uh, kind of like social relationship or online and then finally when you guys meet, it's it's always cool. Definitely when everything um is safe too. I would love to come to I know, LA. finally. <laughs> We've been talking about that for a while, but yeah, it's def- definitely when everything's uh back in the flow we have to have you out to la and so you can see the uh (laughs) the headquarters and see the office and come hang out yes i you know i would i dream of that and actually it's funny i had a dream like a while back that i just was randomly in the headquarters like and all i saw was that big mushroom (laughs) like that statue you guys and i'm like i need this in my room right now i'm like that was like the coolest thing you guys are super creative um with your pop was it like for a we, pop-up we did, did that, that large or... mushroom for um <laughs> i think it was the first year of sephoria and we had launched we had launched oh, the yeah. adaptogen deep moisture cream and so we wanted to create these like huge massive mushrooms <laughs> that were sort of like surreal <laughs> in size and then after we built it we, we always try to like reuse things anyway too because sometimes 
you'll do pop-ups or do one weekend and then it's like well you spend a bunch of money but you also like built all this stuff it's it can be wasteful too um and also we just thought the mushrooms were cool so we were like let's bring it back to the office (laughs) and so uh yeah so then that was at the office for a long time now i think it's still in storage like we're still holding on to it i think we can emotionally let go of it yet <laughs> no uh, <laughs> it's it's so funny yeah i, I know it. i know we painted it different colors for different events it, it's, it's had a it's had its its own journey for sure now now all you you need is a huge um bottle of yerba mate no, I know. <laughs> so we need yerba mate on uh, tap massive bottle you know i never knew what yerba mate was before you guys introduced uh, the product <laughs> well it's one of those things that's it's interesting like we get excited about certain plants and ingredients um and your bamate we were like we all started drinking it because i was like i mean i'm always like <laughs> trying to figure out like Ooh, how can i get like clean energy and like feel better so i'm like trying all these different drinks and teas and different things so your bamate i was like obsessed with but one of the things about it is like not everybody will necessarily know about what it is which is one of the coolest things it's such a special plant you know and so but but at the same time, yeah, sometimes it's the first time you're you're trying or hearing about it. Have you tried the drink yet as well? I okay. have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't. So it's just essentially like, is it available and like you could get them anywhere, right? I don't know if we even have. Do we have so, here in Montreal? I don't know. I think you do have it because I had got it at. Well, see, I had it in Toronto. Then we probably do. I just haven't looked. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably. I mean, it's not like crazy popular everywhere where like there's one brand guayaki that like makes a lot of it and i've been just getting the they also make the loose leaves so i've just make been making it at home um so that's kind of like the largest brand that makes it and then just like different local like smaller tea shops will have it loose leaf if you go to like a kind of more boutique tea shop they should have it as well but it's good it's like it's 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 a little earthier than a green tea, but it's, it's like in that, you know, tea tasting category. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I really, I find, I, I think I would have to open my mind to trying it just cause I'm not a tea person whatsoever. Like I just ordered some loose tea, but iced cause you know, I drink so things cold. That's how I like it too though. <laughs> so I like, I, I okay. like, I brew it and then leave it overnight, put it in the fridge and then I drink it. Then I drink it on ice the next day. So I like it iced. I add a little lemon and mint, and then it's amazing. I just, that's it. That's yeah, that's stunning. it. But on ice, I prefer it on ice <laughs> also. Like amazing. I'll drink it warm, but I love it iced. So there's just something about the coldness. I know. I'm telling I, you, nothing I, I'm with cold. you. I'm with you on that one. So with that all being said, what are you looking forward to to close this episode off? Let's just chat about something that you're looking forward to that maybe you're working on or something you just want to leave this off with. A couple things. I mean, I'm looking forward to just like building. We Since like, since everybody's been in and COVID and everything like that has been happening, our uh, education team has been doing one-on-one consultations and been connecting with people on our website and there's live chat. And so it's given me a lot of excitement around how we can build that part of our website experience. So excited to like build that out further. 
I'm excited um, for when the time is right for Sephora to reopen and for our people to be able to go back in when it's safe. So I definitely am like, Mm -hmm. I have no timeline for that in my mind, whenever's the, you know, the the smartest and safest way to approach it. But I definitely like, it's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, there'll be a new product coming out in the end of the year. So I'm excited (laughs) for that. Um, Yeah, I won't tease what it is yet, but it, I think uh, as of other products that people love, I think they will love this one. It builds on, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Well, that for now. Yes, we, it's like we said before, it's the excitement leading up to the actual um, date of the launch. That's always exciting. I, I was actually talking to someone about that, how it's so nice when a brand can, you know, slowly release launches and build that uh, excitement all the time and i guess uh 2020 end of year sounds yeah promising. yeah it'll be it'll be <laughs> a few months before the end of the year so not too yeah yeah so okay. it uh won't be like end end so not too long but we all we don't launch we we're not a brand that launches a lot of products we uh we want to keep everything like streamlined and really make sure that we're you know filling a gap in the line or something that's really going to be targeted and make a difference and fit nicely and we don't the thing, the whole concept was built to sort of simplify sometimes how confusing and difficult it can be to navigate what you need and what you don't. So we try to keep it very focused. And, and if we focus and slow down, we're not trying to just like launch products on a schedule. We're really making sure they're perfect before they go out there and that we love them and feel really good about it. Well, we all look forward to that and for what is and what's to come. Oh, and uh, I will say and, one, one more thing uh, too. Uh, yes. That I will, there will be music coming out too uh, this year. So, um, yeah, building a new like kind of music concept that I'm working on uh, with Cam Cameron Broxton, who's on uh, actually our creative director on Use of the People, um, and then another yes. uh, artist and producer Hannah Fernando, who's also on Use of the People. So she's been working with me on music and doing her own thing, and that's been really exciting. So you'll start to see music coming out um, in the next few months, which will be exciting. That is so freaking awesome. I love when you, I, whenever you post you and Hannah, well, I'm correct when you, I say that, right? When you post like stories with her in the past, like yeah. creating music together. I, that's so awesome. It's, it's so cool to see. And I, when you had posted one of your songs that was, I think you put it on Apple Music, right? It was right? on Apple. It was on Apple yeah, music? Spotify and Apple. Spot- yeah, I think I released, yeah, I released one. Gosh, I don't know if it was how many months ago it was now, but yeah, it was released on all platforms. I really look forward to what you have to create and, you know, sending you guys such good energy and vibes. And thank you just for always taking the time to listen to us and to me and being here with me right now. I'm so excited for people to get to know you better. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my episode with Greg. It was so nice to chat and get to know him more. These last few years growing with him and with the brand has been so special to me. And I have to say, Youth of People is one of those brands that I'll forever hold close to my heart because they were with me from the start of my skincare journey. I mean, one of the first posts I posted in 2017 was of their cleanser and superfood whipped cream, which I still hold very close, near and dear to my heart, and it means the world. 
it's been a pleasure chatting and I hope you enjoyed the episode and if you have any questions feel free to message me you can follow Greg on Instagram obviously everything will be you know linked and you can read my profile I did with him a few years ago it's just beautiful to see how things evolve and change and I truly look forward to see what Youth of the People does moving forward how they evolve beautiful new product launches inclusivity keeping you know keeping close to their brand mission and pursuing change. Thank you so much. I love you. I'm sending you all my love and hugs. Stay safe and we'll chat in the next episode.